What if I told you there was a way to measure or calculate, if you will, how healthy you are emotionally, especially in harboring difficult feelings? You could tell, you know, how much at risk you are for having poor relationships or bad eating habits or, you know, all types of poor mental health. Like we could actually put a figure and number on it. That way you can understand where you lie and then you could actually be able to take help to reduce that risk and reduce that stress and pain. Well, guess what? I have the free tool for you today in this podcast. Can't wait to share it. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the podcast where we are everything women from, um, as you see lately, emotional health to relationships, love. And don't worry, sisters, we are coming back with those marriage tips with you are married. And you know, what's the funniest thing. Um, a lot of women were really enjoying the marriage tips, even though they weren't married. They were saying, well, I'm thinking about getting married. And these are really helping me, sis, bring them back. And I was like, no worries. That's coming. So we have that stuff. Whether you are married or unmarried and I'll talk about that in, in a little bit and then also alhamdulillah we have stuff for parenting if you're homeschooling at home with kids and COVID-19 we got you we have tons of resources we even have like a free homeschooling class we have everything on our website at www.mindful-muslima.com but on this podcast as usual giving you sound bites of things in 15 to 20 minutes I could really change your life. And today's episode is no less. Alhamdulillah, we're going to be talking about emotions. Now, emotions are pretty abstract, right? I feel this or I feel that. But what if you can actually put a number on that and you could actually kind of measure where you are with certain situations? Now, a lot of you guys know, um, before I go into that, because I have the nitty gritty and I have a free quiz that you could just click the link and get. So you can measure exactly what I'm going to talk about today on your own and know for sure now where you are and how you need to take action. So very excited about that. But for those of you who don't know, and maybe just a couple of days, just want to throw it out there for those who haven't been paying attention and have been busy in life. And I have as well, believe me, I feel like so happy. I've talked to probably three times the amount of you that I ever have because of our free class. You guys know we have that emotions one. Just a heads up, if you haven't already caught the free one, it is closing in about three days. Maybe when I give the last podcast on Monday, I'll just remind you guys of like maybe whatever 12 hours left or 24 hours, but really, really guys, it's going gone. So if you haven't already caught it, I'll put the link in the show notes, but definitely this is connected because we are um, finishing up our series on emotions. And I think on our way out, we need to just say, hmm, can I put a number on where I am so I could see how much I need to take this seriously or not? So let's dive right in. So Back, you guys know, a while back, maybe like 10 to 15 years, I was struggling emotionally. And that's why I'm so passionate about bringing this stuff to women. Um, I had a conversation with a woman just a couple days ago. Actually, I had two or three different of the same conversations. And all of them were saying, I thought it would just go away. Like, why do I still feel this way? Why am I still experiencing this? And I was explaining to them kind of like I do in my class, which is emotions don't just go away. Like, you don't just like, oh, time will pass. Eh, some stuff you get over and some stuff you never do unless you address it. Now, just because you have to address it, quote unquote, doesn't mean you have to like sit in like massive therapy sessions. Okay. So if you're a person right now who is really sad and really alone or honestly in a lot of pain, 
I'm so sorry that you're feeling that. And I and I, I say this sometimes and I earnestly mean it. As my sister in Islam, I can't see you wherever you are. You're across the world. Maybe you're in your car right now. Maybe you're in your house listening to this. Maybe you're on the street walking. You got some earbuds in or whatever. Um, you know, wherever you are. I would give you a virtual hug if I could. I mean, like, I'm giving you a virtual hug right now, but I mean, like, if you were there next to me, I would just be like, come on over, come to my house, let's drink some tea, I'll make you some some lunch, and let's sit and talk, sis, because I know how it is I've been there, and you feel like nobody gets what's going on in your head, and you could feel so isolated, and like, like, you're living every day in situations with people, and yet you're not really there, because you're like emotionally or mentally somewhere else, and I totally get that, and I've been there, and that is why I'm so passionate about this information, because so many women are struggling unnecessarily. So today is just another way of how you could see where you are. It's really important that you become your own doctor. I talk about this a lot in Ramadan. And guys, by the way, Ramadan is coming faster than you realize, right? Because the new year is coming in. Inshallah, we all, we all live to see the new year. I mean, Rabbil Alameen. And to be having the best or better of years in 2021. I pray that for all of you. And then shortly maybe a couple months couple months boom ramadan will be upon us and we'll be doing that shock and awe thing like oh my gosh is it here already i promised myself i was going to do so many things since the last ramadan so here is my little reminder don't forget to read the quran try to get your salah on time try to fix these things prior to ramadan don't wait for ramadan because that's not when you do things rasulullah used to explain that ramadan is when we we um we like do the harvest of the hard work we did all year. It's when we, we reap the benefits. You know, like if you planted a, um, a seed of, of, of a plant and then you, you see it come out and then you harvest and collect it and you make beautiful food. That's what Ramadan is. It's the time of harvesting. It's not the time to plant seeds. It's not the time to start things. It's the time to benefit from the things you've started. So for example, if I've memorized so much Quran during the year, then when I stand in Tharawi prayer or I stand in the deep night, I can benefit with those things just bouncing off my, my lips and my heart to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you're a person who hasn't gotten a chance to read Quran, don't beat yourself up. Don't let shaitan do that to you. Just start tomorrow. Sis, even if it's like a, an, a line or two, please do. Now, one thing I'm excited about in Thrive, and here's a shout out to all you Thrive sisters. I've been putting out a survey. I said it in one of the last podcasts, and I have been reading all of your responses. And like, I haven't had one negative response from you guys. You guys are really too sweet, too kind. But what I noticed is that you guys are loving everything we do, and you also wanted even more um, spiritual stuff. So I'm definitely going to be rolling a lot of that stuff out in 2021. So if you guys are on the podcast, you'll see me do bits and pieces here. And if you are in Thrive, like so many of you are, um, you're also going to be getting all of these free resources inside of there. So you enjoy them. They're coming up and keep giving me your beautiful suggestions. But for now, let's dive into this emotional space we're in. So I said, I'm so sorry that I, if you're having pain, but guess what? You don't have to stay there. Life is a choice. We can choose to pray. We can choose not to pray. We can choose to yell at someone. We cannot choose to yell. We can wake up for pleasure or not. Life is just a series of choices. So my message to you today is choose you. Choose you for once if you haven't already. When you choose you, so many people will benefit. So let's dive right in to just a couple highlights. And honestly, it's a free download. So you guys are going to get it and have it in your hand. Don't worry about memorizing what I'm saying. It's not necessary. But a long time ago, um, like I said, I was in this difficult emotional place. And because I have gotten privy to some of this information, it really, really helped me to understand like, whoa, 
this is a lot worse than I thought it was. Or, hey, I'm not as bad as I'm I'm thinking I am. I could just do X, Y, Z. So that's what this is. It's kind of like a series of questions. And I'm not going to go into all of them now, but this is a lot about how to measure. If you listened recently to episode one. 70. That's the one where I talk about holding emotion and harboring it in you and how it can change your entire personality and how the majority of us don't have the personality we were meant to have that Allah gave us we were born with is like, you know, in terms of like our fitra, we are we're pushing into just being a bundle of emotional baggage and reactions. And so today is going to help us measure how much baggage we have inside so we can take the next steps on how to fix it. So how do you describe your dominant emotions? Like if I could tell you like the majority of emotions that you have right now, how would you describe the majority? Is like majority happy, majority are sad, frustrated, anxious, you know, angry. Like what are they? That's one of the things we're going to talk about in the quiz. And I want you to think about that. If you are predominantly feeling a certain emotion, that's a sign. Now I was telling a woman the other day on the phone, we often think that our emotions are like action. Like this is what we're doing. Emotions are not actions that we're doing. Emotions are signs and signals that your body is giving you. If you're constantly feeling emotionally in pain, your body is crying out to you. If you're constantly feeling depressed or anxious. I had one sister Um, It's funny, even during my call with her, she was calling me about anxiety and then she brought up a certain person in her life and this, this, she had shut them out. She says, I can't deal with them. I even went and stayed away in a house somewhere and like with a relative, I cannot deal with this person. And as I was just bringing up the title of that person, like, you know, sister, uncle, cousin, husband, like I didn't even say the person's name or say like directly, they said, oh my gosh, sister, right now, just you speaking that person of that person is giving me high anxiety. I said, you see, you're running away from something that you're bottling up that is really affecting you. And you know, they, they act like, oh, this is not bothering me, but it really is. There was something deep going on. So my point to you is if you are dominated by a certain emotion, you need to say, my body's trying to tell me something. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is trying to tell me something. What is it? And nine out of 10 times, guys, it's, it's our body telling us we need to deal with that thing. Because if, if we pretend you know, if, if, like there was a point where I was almost put in the ER because of an emotional thing that I was harboring. I was hoarding that I, I, not because I, I couldn't deal with it, but because I didn't have the ability in life to deal with it. You know, life is fast. We have a lot going on. And I was just like, I just got to keep going. I just got to work it out. I'll figure it out. Bah, 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 bah. And I just kept going. Or I was like, oh, I don't have time to deal with that right now. Or like, oh, I don't know how to deal with that right now. And it'll work itself out. Boom. And I just kept moving. My body made me so sick that I had end up in the ER and it was all from the emotions. The emotions that we have would trigger me physically and I was having physical episodes. I had nothing wrong with me biologically, like no sickness or anything. But what goes on in your brain, these thoughts, if you're a person who's suffering from like constant tremoring, it could be from anxiety or like your restless sleep all this stuff, okay? It's not that we're sick 
physically like with a disease, but your heart can be diseased. Your brain can be diseased, right? In terms of your mental negativity. And also, he even said, especially with the qalb, he said there is a lump of flesh in the chest that if it is diseased, the whole body's diseased. And usually our negative emotions directly affect our heart. And when our heart is just sick, it affects all our relationships. You're not, you're constantly fighting with other people and all these things. So I want you to pay attention, like I'm going to ask you to in the quiz about a lot of your your dominant emotions what are you dominantly feeling mostly feeling and i'm not going to go into the whole quiz i'll just go maybe like two or three things that i think are super important but i just want you to just to think on those and then definitely download the quiz so you can find out your score for sure um when uh, yeah let's talk about sleep since i touched on it is your sleep interrupted by negative emotions i was having insomnia I wasn't just having insomnia. I was, I told one sister, I was tremoring in my sleep and my husband would wake up and he was like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Like, I've never seen you do that before. And it was because something was bothering me. And it turns out like I was going through a harassment thing and someone was harassing me very, very badly at work. And I was trying to just keep moving past it, but I couldn't. And it was just, it was just emotionally, spiritually, psychologically draining. And I remember I would wake up in the morning and feel like I had run a marathon because I was so tired because of the insomnia. And then when I did sleep, I would tremor in my sleep. So I'm trying to tell you is your body is like screaming out to us. Some of us, we will not stop because unless our body stops us, right? And we get physically ill and I don't want you to get physically ill. I should have never gotten to that point, but I didn't know this information. And that's what I'm telling you. Okay. Um, how often are you experiencing anger? Okay. So let's talk about frequency here. We talked about like which ones are dominating you, but let's just talk a minute about frequency, like constantly. Do you feel like you're constantly resentful towards people? You're constantly angry or envious or you always want revenge you got like tons of like is everybody annoying you or is it like are these frequently happening to you like gosh everybody's just tipping me off like you and other people I'm talking about that could be a sign that you're not in a good place like again we have to measure it and see what number you get on but definitely definitely something to think about and let's talk about your parents Okay, because sometimes the and I and I want to just bring this up as a last point today, and then you can go and like I said, you could take the quiz. There's all these other ones, but it takes it takes a couple minutes. But there's there's a ton of more really important ones I want you to touch on. But a lot of us don't realize how we've been modeled stress response. We have been modeled how to respond to anger, how to respond to embarrassment. We have been living in our houses with our parents, our aunties, uncles, older brothers and sisters, and we have constantly seen something happened. And as mothers, and this is one's for the moms, if you are modeling every day, you getting stressed out and you responding, you're modeling for your kids in the next generation. That's the kind of scary thing. I know. Like for example, if right now I'm getting stressed every day and I respond to stress from my, from even from my own kids, screaming, yelling, slamming my hands on the table, like, like just like throwing things. I mean, I don't know, like I'm just making it up, but like if, if that's the way that I'm responding to the stress that my kids are giving me to my kids, guess what they're going to do when they become adults? Yeah. Why not? What other way do they know how to manage that? Well, that's how mom managed it. I don't know how. And it's not something we're telling them like, hey guys, watch me now as I lose it. (laughs) That's not what we're doing, but that's what they're watching. So I want to tell you, getting a hold of this is not just for you. It's for the betterment of all your relationships. So as I close here, I want to tell you, your relationship with your husband is directly affected by you harboring this. If you're not married, your relationship with your parents and every future husband that you might find 
is going to be affected by this stuff. So many women are not even married yet and they're carrying so much baggage. They're carrying it with them into the new relationship and we're going to sabotage our relationships before they even begin. Oh my goodness, who would want that? Why would we not take stock of what's going on? All right, so as I'm closing, guys, I want to say I would put the link below. Um, I believe it's on my Instagram stories now as well if you want to check it out for the next day or two. But definitely, definitely find out if you are emotionally hoarding. This is really important because you, again, have a choice and you can choose to interject, intercede in this at any time. And if you haven't already, guys, do not forget the class that we currently have open is going to close in just a couple days. We will not open it again until sometime next year. I'm not sure when. And I'd hate to think that you feel this emotionally unwell right now if you do. And you'd have to wait another six months to get the information to feel better or another eight months or whatever because we do run other programs and we have to make space for them in between. But I want to make sure that you get that information and you know how to self-heal because so many of us were waiting for someone to come and save us. No one's coming to save you, sis. You have to take care of yourself. When it comes to emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being, you have to be your own doctor. You have to take stock. I didn't realize that until it was almost too late. Thankfully, I was able to save so much of myself and so many relationships and now share that with other women. I want you to have this information. Definitely check out the link below for the um, for the free class as well before it's up and get that information on why you have negative thoughts, how to stop them, how to feel better, how to stop caring about what other people think, all that good stuff that I threw in there. Definitely want you to have a happy life. You deserve it and it's all about choice. All right. Thank you, ladies. You have an amazing weekend and I'll talk to you the next one on Monday. Inshallah, bismillah. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.